0: A a podcast network.
1: Hello! And welcome to... Two... Filthy... Nerds! Because we're filthy. And we're nerds. And there's two of us. Hi! Goddamn right there
0: is. And we're also joined in our front row by live patrons watching this. Patreon.com slash two filthy nerds to be live in our front row. And we also do stream on YouTube now. So... You can watch us on our YouTube channel, and we won't see your comments. But if you want your comments to be heard, read, respected most of the time, head on over to Patreon. Uh, yeah.
1: Also, if you haven't already, leave a rating and a review. Yeah. It's well, not, a, you don't need to even join the Patreon. No, you do need to join the Patreon. But leave a rating and a review. That's one subscribe. way to... You know, just do it. Yeah, it helps. Uh,
0: and you can do that anywhere you listen to the podcast. But enough about that. Let's get... To the goddamn point. We're talking about Captain America today. We watched Captain America, the first one with uh, Chris Evans. Recording this on his birthday. This is of course, uh, has Chris come out Evans, a Chris Evans, you fine
1: piece of American ass.
0: I mean, my God, what a come up from the kid in uh, what was it? Not another teen movie where he just played like an asshole.
1: was oh, that him? at a
0: at a what? High you
1: mean a guy that American looking played an asshole in a movie? You can play with my asshole. Anyway. Uh, anybody can play with your asshole. Uh, that is not true. Absolutely
0: it's, is true. It's not your asshole.
1: Well. <laughs> they are twins. They're what sisters. if our assholes looked identical?
0: That it would be really funny if someone like went looked at your asshole and they're like, This is gonna sound weird. Do you know that your asshole looks just like and they named someone else's asshole? That they're like, Why do you I've seen a lot
1: of assholes. Dude, there's a girl I interviewed for Love Her podcast. When I was watching her porn before the interview, I was like, "Holy shit, she has the same pussy as me." That's this is fucking crazy. I looked at it. I was like, "This is insane." Because I've, you know, you never, all of them are different. I looked at hers and I was like, "No, they aren't." Wait, you
0: know what your pussy looks like head on? Like if you had someone take a picture of it and show you? Yeah, I know. I feel like looks
1: like head on. Yeah, I've seen like the reverse of it in a mirror. Oh, I've, I've all of it. I know, I know all my nooks and crannies. Could I could I identify my pussy in a lineup? Absolutely. What ha- what is it? Missing a lip? How is it so I just I just know my puss. Unless the pusses next to it were similar, but wow,
0: that's I don't think I could a, a close up. I have a very distinctive tattoo though, so from a certain distance it would be obvious, but wow, you yeah. could I think I looked at my pussy once in a mirror and then I was like <gasps> And that was it. That was yeah. like, I don't do this anymore.
1: I remember the first time I looked at my pussy, I was like, that's a lot.
0: Yeah, it's like there's a whole world down there. Yeah. Speaking of a world. whole world, down somewhere we open Captain America and they are
1: uncovering. They, uh, it's, it's in Antarctica, okay? You see these guys, they're like doing an exploration, digging for something. All of a sudden they're like, we found something. Oh my God. And it's some sort of ship or plane or some sort it's not underwater, it's, but it's, it's not got really real Titanic
0: vibes. Yes, it has a very Titanic vibes. We'll of course, you know, later discover that it's aircraft. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like some sort of giant
1: piece of traveling machinery is And these guys are all in like hazmat suits.
0: Yeah. So they're like extracting this.
1: Something's going they're looking for something. And then some guy, you know, wipes something off, and then you see under it a star. Yeah, the and they're like, like, you know, one guy's like, Captain, you're not gonna believe this. Yeah, and then, but then we cut to the past. We cut to the past, 1942, Nazi Germany. Well, yeah. actually, this isn't in Germany. This is in Norway. But uh, there's a general Johann Schneep. Yeah, and he is. Uh, he and his men are stealing some something which
0: is it's the tesseract is what it's called it's called the tesseract from a guy who looks like to me looked like argus filch i never confirmed it was the same if it was the same oh yeah we should
1: if somebody in our if somebody in our group chat uh on uh if you're part of our patreon if you could look that up who played that guy yeah this Um, is taking
0: place in norway which i didn't realize at the time which we didn't talk about too much in our uh I i guess we started we talked about the start of the war and didn't get into the occupations yeah I forgot that Germany was occupying that high up, but there was yeah. a part of Norway that was German occupied. So it's this guy coming in and just basically being like, "Join, fuck you, that's mine." Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, well, no, uh, Norway handed over all their Jews happily. Really, to Germany? Mm-hmm. What? What? No questions asked? No, they were just like, "Here, take the Jews." What do you mean they were? Norway's like, Here, got take a lot of Jews. It. Norway well, has a lot of anti-Semitism too. But
0: but they like, did they already have them rounded up?
1: No, they just or knew are they where just all like the are. in okay. like every country, you know where the Jews are because you hate them. So every country France handed over their Jews, Norway. I thought um, France was a good guy. France was not a good guy. France was occupied. France, France handed over their Jews cuz they didn't want them to destroy the country and Finland Oh, cuz the they were like thing. or Norway did the same thing. They were like not our beautiful architecture, or anything. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Don't so, destroy our cheese factory. The south of France, uh, was um, there was a united front that was against the north of France. Um, the resistance was in the south of France. Oh, <laughs> ah, viva Le la resistance. resistance! Ah, oui!
0: Ah, uh, Shoshana.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: okay. So there had been some guy who was like, I don't know if he was like keeping the Tesseract safe or like whatever, but they basically were like, uh, fuck you, I'm taking this. Yeah. Um, and then we, it's sort of just like building this. It makes it very clear that this Tesseract is obviously like part of the plot. I think that's mm-hmm. really what we see there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh and uh then we cut back to America. New York
1: New York City.
0: Same time frame, by the way. This is still back in the 40s, and there's this skinny little
1: Dweeb. Basically, the most uncomfortable I have ever been is watching Chris Evans' body CGI'd onto the body of a twelve-year-old boy who His hasn't face. gone through a drop of puberty. Chris His Evans' face. face.
0: Yeah, it was yeah. like full Chris Evans' face on, like a little pre-pubescent like body. Yeah, yeah, like a middle schooler's body. Uh and he
1: he is getting rejected from the military. And he tries to a bunch of times because he has yeah. health conditions and he's also he's the size little, of the he's
0: And he's very proud about it. Like, I guess his dad served in the military. He not only wants to be in the military, he's hoping to be in this specific, like, brigade. Like, so he's trying left and right. He mm-hmm. start, tries to enlist in, like, fake names and, like,
1: and all this stuff. And he's got a friend who basically. His name's Bucky. yeah, yeah. James Bucky Barnes um who ends up getting enlisted and gets to go and he's like oh man I didn't get to go this is by the way after Bucky saved uh Chris Evans from getting his ass beat uh in an alley so they go to uh the world fair what was it called it was the as uh, uh
0: it was modeled after the world fair
1: but I think they I think gave they it called it the name. World
0: Expo, but
1: it's like yeah, it was it's like actually a technology a expo. I actually uh, looked it up; it is a real thing. The Stark Technology Expo? No, it's not. It's it's. But it, the, if you remember when he was walking in, it said uh, World Fair at the top. There yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like a, there's, so an, art there's an exhibit
0: basi- of future technology. That's basically uh-huh. like the Carousel of Progress,
1: where they. So show- do you want to hear some of the cool things that have debuted at other ones? Because this is kind of cool. I think. Oh hell yeah! Let's talk about that really okay, briefly. Ready? Yeah. All right. World fair things that debuted. All right, the lawnmower in 1855 wow. at the Paris World Expo that changed my dad's life. The washing machine, also the same year. The same year they just uh-huh. cha- they just changed the the landscape of domestic
0: homekeeping. Yeah,
1: the home literally got a got a major. Uh, they literally facelift. helped the la-
0: landscaping. Uh, Um,
1: and then, uh, in 1876, Heinz tomato ketchup. Well, that is just mind blowing.
0: Well, in this one, it's in the, in the show, it's, uh, this is what's interesting. Isn't a hover, a hovering car. Howard Stark is debuting a hovering car. And this is in the forties. So really, I think emphasizing like this guy's like ahead of his time. So we get a glimpse at Tony Stark's dad. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh again Steve Rogers tries to re enlist Steve and- Rogers
1: by the way had like when Stark was like showing his shit he had like googly eyes Oh yeah, yeah he was like f- he was so into Stark and then Chris Evans um tries to go enlist again Steve Rogers tries Steve to go Rogers, enlist Steve Rogers yeah
0: and this uh this Dr. Doc- Dr. Abraham Erskine overhears him over here is Steve Rogers telling his friend Bucky, who just got in, like what it means to him to be part of, uh, part of the military. How important it is to represent his country in war, and when Rogers is again being caught, basically fudging his paperwork, this this doctor kind of slides in and is
1: like played by Stanley Tucci. Oh yeah, I love a little Tucci. Tooch, tooch.
0: he uh. He kind of, you know, gives a little shit like, oh, well, what about all these, like, fake things? Uh, and and it seems like, oh, he's about to be in trouble. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, he's about to. Because it's a fucking felony yeah. to, to falsify your information to join uh-huh. war. And then all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to let you join. Yeah. And he lets him join and sends him to boot camp. And he's getting his ass kicked.
1: ask He's horrible. Horrible at it. Oh, he's like the worst. But he wants him to be part of this super soldier p- program. Yeah,
0: he's he's recruited into the Strategic Scientific Reserve. So basically, they're they've got this super super soldier serum, which we, if you remember, they talked about in uh, Iron Man. Was it Iron Man or was it Hulk where they mentioned? It was Hulk. The Hulk. Well, the exper- Yeah, the experiment. And like we had the super soldier thing. Uh, so they're they've got this group of guys going through boot camp, and they're kind of keeping an eye and
1: they tell them they're like one of you will be selected to do this Mm -hmm. by the way there's colonel chester phillips who's played by tommy lee jones by the way no one was more born to play just like a grumpy military man Uh, tommy lee jones no one was more play well suited to play a grumpy man why wasn't he in grumpy old (laughs) man um i don't think he was old enough at the time i think if they rebooted he could be oh i mean absolutely i wonder what he's like now
0: this was i mean He's just been perpetually old, but, like he's this kind of like shit kicking thing. We, by the way, open boot camp with a British agent Peggy Carter giving instructions to a group of new recruits, and this fucking dude mouths off to her, and she just fucking clocks decks him.
1: him oh like, I oh, lived like for just that. basically, uh.
0: like she's a badass bitch. Don't fuck with her.
1: But also, I love you know, i'm gonna I'm gonna spoil something real quick. Uh, she ultimately becomes a kind of a love interest in the story. But I love how. Women weren't allowed in these positions in the army. No, and it's like... Yeah, they needed this movie to have a love interest so badly that could follow through the movie that they put a woman in high rankings in World War II. Yeah, that
0: they couldn't have just had him fall in love with a nurse and kept it, like, somewhat... Realistic. But the thing is, is, like, I do this all the time, where I go, this isn't realistic, and then Thor comes out of the sky, and it's like, okay, well, I guess I shouldn't complain too much. It's like, yeah. It's also us, like...
1: Really, yeah, but they changed a- the historical accuracy of it. That wasn't historically accurate. That, but, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A man flies out of the sky with a hammer that can kick everything's ass. Um <laughs> and, anyway, so- and, and guess what, guys? She's gorgeous. Why? Because God forbid they have just a regular-looking woman as someone's love interest. Yeah, it has to be a girl who's an absolute smoke show of a human being. Oh, yeah, well, because there's no way that anyone's
0: going to believe that this guy who was puny and nothing becomes a superhero and then is just like, yes, I'll take this average woman's pussy. Like, (laughs) when, but, like, but we're jumping ahead. We're jumping way ahead. So, basically, uh, Dr. Abraham Erskine is kind of trying to convince, like, Colonel Phillips, you know, I think that this kid, this kid is the guy, and Phillips is like, what are you fucking talking about? This, like, puny whatever. But then there's He's like,
1: no, he has heart. He has heart.
0: Yes, and he keeps trying to emphasize like how important that is. That it's like you can't just have someone be like brute strength. You need someone yeah. who is going to because they'll just haul off, and that that's leading to you know possibly becoming a supervillain. Yeah, and and here the I loved the moment that Tommy Lee's character gets convinced because like they're all running around doing this boot camp stuff. And by the way, all the other guys in his boot camps in his boot camp with him are absolute oh. dicks to him.
1: They're oh fucking I love with the him. scene. The climbing the flag pole.
0: Oh, yeah. When they're like uh, the first guy. to, And, and this also kind of set up that his brain. He's it, just
1: smart. He's, he's logical. Just, he's an intuitive guy. So there's a flag at the top of this pole.
0: And he's like the the colonel's like who they've they've hiked up this fucking giant mountain, big backpacks all day. Everyone's dead. If you can get that flag from the top of the pole, you can ride down with Agent Carter, Peggy, the hot lady. And they all try for a while and the guy's basically like jokes on you. No one's ever gotten that fucking flag down. They all like start and marching. And you watch them all
1: trying to get up it.
0: Yeah, you watch these guys like pile up. And Steve Rogers is just hanging back because he's little and like nobody fucking, mm-hmm. you know. He couldn't get it. He there. couldn't weasel his way. And he's like a runt. You know what I mean? But then they all, he's like, all right, fucking let's head down the colonel. The the excuse me. And Steve Rogers walks over to the flagpole, looks it up and down goes to the bottom where it's hinged, pulls out the hinges, the whole flagpole falls, he walks to the top, grabs the flag, and gets in the thing. And it's kind of like- Not
1: only gets in the thing, but walks by uh, the, the Colonel captain, Phillips. whoever was there, and he just puts slams the flag against his chest and gets in the car. Yeah, he's just like- And of course, Peggy's like, my goodness, he's so smart, I can't believe it. This young boy, this, this little boy. This small little runt of the litter. Yeah, and then-
0: there's still debate about whether or not he's the one. And he, And then, uh, I, w- I don't remember if it was the colonel or if it was Erskine who- Erskine throws the grenade. Throws the grenade, he goes, grenade. Everyone runs and Steve Rogers jumps on top of the grenade to protect his fellow soldiers.
1: And that's and the moment it was that- a, And it was a fake grenade, never goes f- off. All the soldiers are like, oh my God, he literally just took a- I would take a grenade. For
0: you. yeah and that is the moment that colonel phillips then becomes convinced oh you're right he does have heart that's when they're like he's the guy yeah. we're gonna take a break and we come back steve rogers oh tommy lee to jones
1: throws the grenade oh, okay
0: no is that what i just said
1: greg greg is saying that it was tommy lee jones who oh it
0: grenade. was tommy lee jones okay so we fucked up the,
1: it all happened well, so quickly we're not perfect I mean, we're pretty damn
0: close. Not even close. Yeah, not even I a mean, chance. Listen, he flawless. jumped on the grenade. This is the, They were like, he's the guy. We're going to come back in just a minute, and he's going to become the guy. So stay tuned. Okay. We're back. And listen. So they are prepping Steve Rogers to be put through whatever this special treatment was. And the night before he has the treatment, Dr. Erskine, who is the guy that, you know, found him and let him join, lets Rogers know that they actually, um, did tr- this, this serum was put into someone prematurely before they had it figured out. And it happens to be Schmidt, the guy we saw at the beginning, grabbing the, the Tesseract, this guy who's running Hydra, this sort of, almost like extreme extremist faction i guess you would call which it, we of, learn
1: about which we learn Nazis. about in the very next scene cuz we cut to schmidt and this guy dr zola yeah. using the stolen tesseract um to fuel something like some invention i'm not totally sure like you can weaponize it or something um but i, I don't know how that converted i think they 're like basically like harnessing spot. its energy somehow.
0: Like they're like, yeah, they're using it as this big inner it's like I, I don't really understand if it does make sense engineering wise, if this was a source of energy if someone who like understands generators will go, no, this is exactly what they're doing, or if it's this is how little I know, or if it's just a very comic booky thing. But they're yeah. like, they've got it on a thing that's like, you know, and they're like, keeping the energy for themselves, which yeah. I guess makes sense. Uh, you know, yeah, that makes sense. We harness our electricity. We've got those,
1: are those fans, do those wind fans actually do anything? I don't understand, but <laughs> I mean, they're very soothing and they let you know that you're almost to Palm Springs. You yeah. know, I mean, without that... them, how would you know you're close? Uh, we, I mean, we may
0: never know. Uh, we, we there were certain lost. things
1: I remember when I was a kid, Like if we would go certain places, like I remember there was this one restaurant we used to drive to in Detroit and the road was so bad once you crossed over from, uh, from Southfield into Detroit. And I remember like all of a sudden the road just sounded different and it was like, and it was like, if I was like sleeping in the car, I'd be like, we're almost there. Oh, that's so funny. We're in Detroit. We're going to get to Mario's soon. Oh, my God, that's so funny. just
0: the little things that like, yeah, you don't even like realize how sensitive you are to these cues and you just yeah. pick them up. That's amazing. Um oh, okay. So yeah. so Erskine had told him that this other guy kind of had some bad side effects, but like we we've adjusted the stuff. um
1: by the I'm, way, Erskine, what we find out also is that Erskine used to be on the bad side of things, yeah. so he, he's, he is a now a defector of the Nazi party because he was like, they're up to, like, bad shit. I'm out of here.
0: Yeah, he's like, they're using my intelligence to create things that are going to be harmful to people, and that is not what I plan to use this for. So the the bad guy, the Hail Hydra dude, Schmidt, he is uh, he's planning to have Ruskin assassinated. They, like, mm-hmm. are plotting to well, find he, him. Well,
1: he's... Uh, get him assassinated, but also, like, steal the serum because he needs the serum for his because um, he wants
0: to I assume put it in like his
1: his soldiers an right? army but he, he, I think he wants to build other super villains like him
0: uh, yeah I mean yeah and we still don't know to the extent of we, we don't know the full extent of how bad it is for him and have we at yeah. this
1: point like no because do you remember in the beginning this is this it's is what mentioned I was that weird. he's like
0: fallen out of graces with Hitler right
1: yeah, he's in. He's fallen out of graces with Hitler, but I remember in the first scene when he's at the that building in Norway, the church, I don't know if it was a church or whatever. Just a very um, old building, yeah. A very old building, and um, I remember at one point there was, like, a cut to him, and he, like, wiggled his jaw, and it looked like his flesh moved on his face. And I was like, is he wearing a f- human mask? Like, I was like, that was creepy. That's
0: so funny. I, somehow that didn't register to be the first, I saw, like, when it was about to come off, because as we'll, we'll find out that, like, in fact, he was wearing a human mask. But, like, they mentioned, like, oh, Hitler kind of, like, it used to be his right-hand guy, but he's falling out of graces. And they allude to, like, the fact that because he looks weird, and I just thought, like, wait, did he get, like, a little ugly? And Hitler's like, well, you can't be a captain anymore. You're not pretty enough. Like, uh, that's what I thought initially when that Also, very
1: dark and swarthy, both he and Hitler. Not very Aryan at all. Yeah, which, that's the part that throws me off with the whole... Listening to them with
0: the convincing of like we should all be Aryan, it's like you, you gotta, you're not Aryan. Why are we listening to this guy? He doesn't even know what the fuck he said. He's maybe Hitler was just like I honestly, I just thought they'd kill me, and then I didn't I
1: didn't want to live. <laughs> Never mind. I'm now I'm making terrible jokes. So then they take, um, Peggy picks up Steve, and she's like, Hey, gotta take you to the where they're gonna inject you site. And, like, you feel this, like, relationship between them. You feel this, like, she has this, like, love and admiration for him. Like, yeah, but even at that point,
0: it's, like, is this, like, a child-like... that's a, Okay, am I just, like... Oh, I was feeling, like, is this just, like, a caring thing at that point because...
1: I didn't... That's what I couldn't... It, It it was either caring or, like, just a deep love. There was a love there. I don't know if it was a romantic love or just, like, an admiration love, but there was something there. There was definitely, like, she felt for this human being in a deep way.
0: Yeah, and I think that, like, anyone who's seen him in the way he behaves, when you're invested in this big project, you're invested in America and, like, eliminating these enemies, that makes sense anyways because she cares about what she's doing.
1: So they bring him... You found out how much she cared about him because when they put him in this, like, this, this... fucking they put him where they inject him with it and then they give him vita rays vita rays and the vita rays are like he it sounds like he's dying in there and then peggy screams she's like turn it off and then you hear chris evans inside and he's like no i can do this yeah because like so we see it's actually howard stark who's we've
0: got like a meter oh, from yeah, zero to percent he's like upping the vita rays one at a time and at first you don't hear anything it's just kind of loud and noisy and that yeah when you hear him scream she's like shut it off but he there's this moment and he, you know, taps into his strength and is like love for America, which I love.
1: I love that. Yeah. Oh, it's, so, it's so it's like I'm going to cry just singing about
0: like how much he, he loves, loves America. America
1: as much as Germans loved Germany.
0: And that's what we needed World War Two, you know, so they fucking <laughs> put him like <laughs> get him all the way to 100 percent. Lights are flying
1: fucking there's kind shit of splashing. like an explosion of sorts but not like real like a good explosion
0: yeah and then it's it i mean it is kind of explosion like oh shit get him out of there and they open it up and it's like oh he is fucking yoked i squirted
1: fine i was so excited for that to happen because i was like i don't know how much longer i can look at cgi skinny body chris evans it was disturbing and then hot chris evans pops out um and all of a sudden peggy's like
0: Oy, 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 oy. boy yeah 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 like wolf eyes like the wolf heart I yeah, like, oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: like just and that that's a little like okay she already had the love for him but i mean this is like you know when a woman loses a bunch of weight and all of a sudden a guy is like interested in her it's like fuck you where were you when i was like, emotionally eating fists of bagels every morning but <laughs> so it's this big like oh shit we think it's a success but then it gets super chaotic instantly because the guy that uh, Schmidt hired to assassinate Erskine shows in and fucking he kills like kills Erskine he sh- just shoots him uh and then it's and, and then, then, then it's a America fucking goose chase
1: takes off f- running
0: yeah he just fully runs after him this guy goes running and like Captain America's just I don't think he he didn't have shoes on he's just running through the streets jumping over street, cars like,
1: jumping like like Parkouring through the streets, like never have on cars, I but, like crazy. Just the the spring into
0: action with which he's like, and here's the thing is that I don't think I don't even think he thought I'm Captain America. I have to go after this man. Yeah. I think he would have done that as small Steve Rogers. He just happened to now have this fucking super soldier badassness.
1: And then I love how he's realizing it, like, as he's running, he's, like, running and he's, like, looking at his body. He's like, oh, my fucking God. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm hot.
0: This also makes me wonder, had they gone with one of the other guys who were more normal-sized in boot camp, would they have accidentally created another Hulk? Like, could we have had a bigger Captain America? Did we make the I'm- right choice? I, th- I think we did, but, like.
1: He looks he looks great he's well balanced, but ultimately the thing that ends up making Captain America Captain America is his shield
0: his shield and in his heart, but anyways, yeah, he manages to catch this guy he catches Kruger, but then uh he t- fucking Kruger takes a cyanide capsule well, do you know this do you know about the cyanide capsules? It took me
1: a second to realize what I No, is
0: there like actual historical is that what so you're it's say? a historical
1: thing um uh it I don't know if they get a tooth taken out or like just a lot of people had bad dentistry then, but they would put a fake tooth in the mouth and inside the fake tooth would be cyanide. So if you pop, you can pop the tooth with your tongue and pop out the cyanide capsule.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Wait, and this was, was that specifically like a German thing that they're like, don't answer anything? I believe so. Yeah. That was like, cause it happened so quickly that I was like, wait, how did he, what did he, what? No, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like we got him. He's dead anyway. But now we don't know where the fuck this guy came from. What's going on? Uh, but he had also. Uh, oh, we forgot
1: to mention he grabbed a vial of the serum. Oh, um, yeah. But and that but Captain smashed. America fucking busted up. So now, by the way, he's Captain America. This is his new brand. And yes. with Erskine gone, they need to like reverse engineer the serum because all the serum has gone. Um, they need to reverse engineer the serum so they can, you know, continue the program. So they need to keep
0: him around. They have to study him, but a way to do that. They also used him for American propaganda. Propaganda. They basically like his, he was so excited to take this serum. He was ready to serve his country and they're like, well, the way to serve your country is to become this. Mascot, he was a mascot for America to he promote was a mascot war for bonds.
1: bonds. So, pe- so, people would continue to fund the war, yeah. Uh,
0: so he's been he's going on like this full USO tour, uh, like going everywhere. with. Of course, by the way,
1: USO tours, in case you didn't know, still a thing.
0: Oh, yeah. And if any of them want to book us, we are. Happy yes absolutely we are here entertain the troops we're both entertaining and we're dames huh because that was that there's a scene where like yeah someone was like get out of here and he is fake punching hitler all over the country like it's a whole routine where you're like but and then there's an actor who's like you probably recognize me as hitler from all the uso tours do you know who uh me i get punched out by captain america and he, and like at there's w- one point where people start he's like in i think on tour in italy performing for active serviceman and he gets like kind of booed and he's like come, uh, come on guys we're all on the same team and i think I, I i immediately thought this that like yeah all these guys are fucking have gone on, out and fought in war they've seen war they've watched their friends die and you're up here in a costume and being like we're on the same team i'd be fucking pissed too i'd be so it's like but dude fuck you you dance with a bunch of chicks with tits and you like fake punch hitler i'm out there like getting shot at uh, I
1: would be pissed too.
0: Well, and then someone comes up to him and tells him like, uh, you know, these guys have just been obliterated and he finds out that there's a whole unit. If someone says the unit. There's almost the nothing left. The unit number. Of the
1: 107th unit. 107th unit. And and he's like, that's when he perks he's up. He's like, that's, that's, that's my friend's unit. Yeah. That's Bucky, Bucky uh, Barnes unit. Uh, and he asks for a list of the deceased. Bucky Barnes isn't on it. Um, and that's when uh, Steve is like, I need to go into war. And they're like, no fucking chance. And then Peggy and Howard Stark, for some reason, there in the in the battlefield, um, she's like, "We can get you into battle."
0: Yeah. So they are boarding him on Howard Stark's private plane, mm-hmm. and they're gonna fly him behind the into enemy, lines. enemy territory. And so we get, so we see, we see them flying on the plane, and it's very much like they're trying to get him closer, and they're like you know, we'll let you know when to jump out. And then at some point they just start fucking getting shot at. And he's like, I'm going to go. And Peggy's like, no, you need to like wait for the right time. to." And he's like, no, you guys need to get the fuck out of here. We'll leave off with this before we go to break. He has jumped out of the plane amidst the plane is being shot out crazy. He jumps out, fucking parachutes out and down into the abyss. And I think we'll take a break there. We're going to find out. Where he lands? Does he land? Who does he land amongst? How the fuck is he getting out of this? It's about to get crazy.
1: Okay, we're back. So, Rogers is on the ground now.
0: Uh, yeah, sorry. I just looked out the window of my Chicago hotel into a hotel and like the eighth floor, there's a full size like Ford truck in it and it's blowing my mind. Uh there's a truck inside okay. a hotel. Okay. Anyways, he has infiltrated uh
1: Hydra, basically. So he gets Basically Hydra, which is where all of the rest of the hundred and seventh division of soldiers is, is being held in prison. Yeah, yeah. So he manages to get in there and break them free. Um it's uh, you know, it's a, a very, you know. Fucking By the way, Bucky Bucky sees sees him for the first time and he's like he's like Steve? Yeah, he's like, Do you You're a lot taller? Oh, oh yeah, he's like, What happened? And he's like, I joined the
0: military. He's like, No, you're you're taller. That's like that's such a funny thing that he just goes, like, I joined
1: the military, as if like that's what As if that would be the alarming thing.
0: But it's a by the way, uh in the In the Captain America comics, it was 100% like you were supposed to go like, well, if I join the military, I'll look like Captain America. Uh, So he breaks them out and he manages to, you know... Rogers gets to Schmidt. He gets to Schmidt, the big guy who we saw before getting the Tesseract and is sort of like just doing a full frontal fucking confrontation. And that's when we learn... Schmidt is the person that the experiment went wrong on and how wrong it went is fucking pretty brutal. He
1: peels off his face. He peels off his face and he is to reveal a red skeleton
0: face. Yeah like a skull like visage which is why uh, he's been kind of uh, deemed the red skull. That's his villain name but that's also like what we heard reference earlier, way, really briefly, there was a time where when he's talking to one of his henchmen or whatever about, like, him sort of defecting a little bit with Hitler. They're, like, butting heads. It's like, oh, he doesn't take orders from the Red Skull anymore or whatever.
1: Um, yeah. So- Drama. Yeah. By the way, he has a whole army of Hydra people, and... Their salute where they all say Hail Hydra. They do two And their salute instead of one arms, it's a two arm salute. But it's fists. So they it's just fist. A bunch of men doing an impression of, of Superman.
0: Yeah, just like I think like Hail Hydra, which is I mean, an interesting choice. Um he manages to get away though. Like he ma- like he fucking slips just through their grasps. Mm-hmm. And Rogers shows up to base after having been told like it's useless. You can't go behind enemy lines; it's too dangerous. He walks up, fucking swinging his big old Captain America dick with all the freed soldiers. People rejoice. Do
1: you think his dick? Got That's when he went I into wish. Fucking... I would love to know that.
0: It would be. What if oh it didn't God. get? What if
1: his dick didn't get any bigger, and he just got this like teeny weeny. He's like, well, we're still working
0: Uh, on the serum. uh." I
1: want to think I want to think he is just swinging with Dick.
0: Oh, yeah. He's got a fucking hog for sure is is what I assume. He has big hog confidence. He really does. Uh, So, by the way, he 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 turns himself over to the colonel and goes, you know, I am submitting myself for disciplinary action. After and he, the colonel's like, nah, we're good. He's like, that won't be necessary. Like, after he's shown up with guys that the colonel said, we should just assume they're dead. He's like, no, you're kind of a badass. And and basically, they're like, now we need to make a mission to actually go after this guy. And they put Rogers in charge of, like, find, build a team. And it's really funny when he's like, I'm building a team of all these guys that just helped him fight off uh, the, the initial Hydra group when he confronted Schmidt. He's like I'm building a team of the best guys that that the military that we have to offer and it cuts to them celebrating getting free like in a in a bar and they're all like
1: shitfaced and just nightmares oh. of humans. So great. But- one of the guys n- nicknames is one of the guys nickname is Dum-Dum Dugan. <laughs> Dum-Dum. That's
0: And it also includes of course Bucky Barnes and it's just this group of guys and they're all going to go together and attack the other Hydra bases mm-hmm. because as they were leaving or as they were in the initial conversation with schmidt captain america caught glimpse of a map that had dots all over it in places including berlin cuz they were like trying to like infiltrate within the they were basically planning to just be like okay bye nazis we're taking over now um uh-huh. So this is the
1: moment. We inaccurately said it before. but th- I'm sorry. This is when he gets a shield. Yeah, it's, which is kind of like fucked he up. He gives it- him a souped, up, a souped up suit and the shield. It is kind of
0: fucked up when you think that Stark just dropped him into Nazi Germany, knowing that that shield existed, but didn't tell him about the shield. But now he's like, you get this vibranium shield. It's nearly indestructible. Uh, and also the reason he goes, why isn't every shield just made out of this? You know, why don't they make the whole plane out of the black box? That's not the same answer. Or maybe it is. Yeah. I don't know what the black box is. Wearing. I don't know. I, I agree with is that. Is the uh-huh. black box and planes made out of vibranium? Someone let us know in the chat. Um, out of a fake metal. But uh it's very rare. So it's... This is pretty much all that they have. They made this one shield. But... It's fucking ass kicking time. So it, it starts like super smash cut. We see him like fucking going here. We annihilated this. We show you know, we show the, Oh, they've got the desk light lay- laid out with the camps on the map. And it's like, we've taken out that one. We've taken out that one. And you see this sort of romance start to form between him and agent Carter.
1: Oh, I love how they, uh, they, they s- captured, uh, the scientist, that Zola guy who was helping out Schmidt. They assaulted a train and got him out of there.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, well, they attack a train and attempts to get him. And it's like, all these things are falling.
1: Things are going wrong. And they do. Shit s- goes crazy. And they lose. Um, Bucky. Bucky. He, Bucky falls to his death. Yeah, yeah. I made all the chaos. I got to say, though, beautiful death. Like, where he died is probably one of the most beautiful spots on this earth. Well, so. yeah.
0: You mean Germany? Yeah. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Doesn't beautiful. get enough credit. It's a very beautiful place. What a place to get lost in the woods on the side of a train.
1: hmm So they have Zola. They get info from him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and which which is funny because because like it's mentioned when they're interrogating him. Everybody else took uh, was it uh Tommy Lee Jones character? They're like, you know, everyone else just popped a cap of cyan- cap of They're like, I'm I'm taking it with me to the grave. But like you didn't do that, so it feels like you want to live. So
1: let's just talk it out. So they do get information from him. <sighs> And, I love how he offers him a meal and he's like, I'm not going to eat that. And Tommy Lee Jones is like, All right, fucking. And he starts, starts eating batitis. it. He, he just starts like, uh, by the way, with a glass
0: of milk. That was the most disturbing part of this entire movie, by the way. Like, we're seeing oh, a guy the, most peel disturbing. his face off. We're seeing, like, people die. People are ca- popping cyanide capsules. There's a man who's being injected with stuff going and screaming, like, in pain inside a machine. And I was like, I'm sorry, you offered him. Uh, milk with state you're like hey this animal's dead and also drink the milk of the dead animal that's that's not by good. the
1: way that is that's one of the tenets of being kosher i was just you gonna say have, that was maybe, the, you can't you can't bathe the calf and it's you can't bathe the calf and it's mother's milk you can't like have that.
0: cheeseburgers is basically mm-hmm,
1: no yeah. you can't have the milk and do you think
0: that was ta- uh the colonel's way of going hey i'm not a jew you could tell me things so you oh, look at the milk. Good. That's a, that's a good thinking. Good thinking. And he's like, was that? And then the other guy's like, I don't fucking know what kosher means. I just don't want to die. Uh, but they get the info. And now it's like, okay, they find where the final, the, the final Hydra base is.
1: And they're gonna, uh, they're gonna, they're gonna go for it. They're gonna try to capture Schmidt. Yeah. And then Schmidt takes off running, gets in this like super high tech, jet and when you see the jet when you see this plane you see the tip of it the nose of it it kind of reminds you of the nose of the thing that they found in the arctic right at the beginning oh so yeah like, Hmm. wait a minute is this coming together yeah yeah, yeah. it's like this it's very
0: high tech for for at all but back then especially in um it's of course one of those scenes where Captain America gets on board, like right as it's taking off, you know,
1: just like, Oh, that scene was great when they were in the car. Like they were in this like old Rolls Royce. Yeah. um, With, with also such a long nose, like, Oh, just peeling ass down this down this runway following this jet, and he gets on just in the nick of time. By the way, also on board of this jet craft are the Hydra soldiers, and they have all of the Hydra weapons, which are like where they shoot the the Tesseract beam. Yeah, it's like they it basically been charged obliterates with it. people. Yeah, it like disintegrates you, which I have to wonder, like, is that actually kind of an easy
0: way to go? Is it like, oh, all right, at least it's over? Like, I don't know how I wonder how painful that is relative to like bleeding out from a regular gun. Mm-hmm. But
1: hopefully. I don't ever have to Hopefully, learn either of those painful. things. Uh while he's on the the he's fighting with the soldiers who are on there killing him all one oh, by Oh, just one. boom boom boom. Gets up into the the um what's it called the hull, the 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 what's, the, what's uh, the, the, the cockpit, the the cockpit? Yeah, something like that. You're in the he's co- in the cockpit. I can't Thank believe we so didn't much, know the Jane. word
0: cockpit. Uh-huh.
1: So he is That's the what they by the way Schmidt. should
0: call the area behind between the dick
1: and the balls. It should just be called a cockpit anyway the taint the taint the cockpit instead of the taint yeah Jessica Michelle Singleton you've outdone yourself I thought the taint was it was the taint the area between the dick in the balls or behind the balls that's the gooch no, no no behind the balls between the balls and the assholes the taint but the the little it's also the
0: gooch the little it's piece the of skin between no I'm not talking about the umbrage which we have previously talked about the uh-huh. just okay so you ever go down on a guy and then there's his balls and, you know, there's obviously a taint you can tickle, but like there's the skin right before the balls. If you like play with that, like that's a sensitive area, like before the balls, it's not, there's not really a gap. It's just like, but it's that the underneath base of the shaft. I don't know what
1: that is. I just know the fremanda. It's Oh God. Fremanda
0: cheese. <laughs> it's from now on, it's the cockpit. It doesn't matter. Subsequent um, fight in the cockpit area. They're
1: fighting and the tesseract gets damaged. Yes. Okay. And then Schmidt grabs the tesseract and somehow through, you touching know, touching it,
0: and it's like you can't be physically handling this fucking very high energy
1: thing. It opens a fucking wormhole, wormhole. and sucks him up. Yeah. And then the Tesseract falls to the ground and burns through the different layers of the plane and falls through falls the ocean. Falls through the ocean.
0: And the fucking plane is obliterated uh, because... It be- oh because Well, it- no,
1: it, it wasn't a bit... At this point, Rogers is like, shit, I gotta fly this plane. And he's like, I'm not gonna be able to get this, plant- this plane to safety. Well,
0: no, because there's... It's all the, the weapons... There's the weapons yeah. on board that are gonna detonate. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. it's on path to go to New York, but the plane is going to destruct. So... Yeah. He's like, there's just no way he radios Carter and is basically like, listen, I can, I can crash the plane, which now that I'm thinking about it, it's headed to New York. It's gonna kill a bunch of people. Where was it flying from that he crashed it into the Arctic? I, it was, it's coming from Europe, but why were they so fucking high up? Whatever, it yeah. doesn't matter. I guess he diverts it. Okay, never mind. I'm an idiot. He diverts it and heads toward the ar- Arctic. But he basically yeah. is like, hey. I'm gonna I have
1: to take the plane down and they have this exchange of she's like no don't do it um and then I remember there was this line remember when he was talking about Bucky's death with her and she's like give your friend the dignity of his own death or or of his own choices yeah okay and then so he's like I'm gonna do this and it was like this he's like this is what I want to do and it was like one of those moments again where she was like yeah or well, you're right you, this is your choice Yeah, you're, I'm gonna give you the dignity of this
0: but she's also like but we have a date and he's like I'll see they like are talking about this date that's next Friday yeah. like just trying to play it cool until the radio goes
1: out and he's obviously kaputsed into the Arctic and then we later see Stark recovering um, the Tesseract recovers the Tesseract from the ocean floor yeah Um, but they're unable to locate the plane
0: yeah because the Tesseract fell out you know it's, it's emitting that much energy it makes sense that it they you know If he had all this technology, he'd be able to find it. But it fell out of the plane. The plane went somewhere completely different. So they just assume him him dead, and it's gone for a long time. But the next scene is Steve Rogers waking up, and it's in an old-style hospital room. He's in his bed, and there's a radio broadcast of a baseball game. But a nurse comes in and is like, Hey, how how are you? And he's like, where am I? What's going on? She's like, you're in the hospital. You were injured. And he's, and he's
1: like, no, where am I? What, what year is because this? he's because
0: like I, the game playing. I went to that game. I was there. The Dodgers win. And then he just fucking smashes her out of the way, runs like through the wall. And he's, it's like a, it's like a studio. A it's like a set. Uh, and it's modern day. Yeah. And he runs outside and flees. And he's like in the middle of times square, New York city, like, what in the absolute fuck also crazy that he flew instead of new york into the arctic and the place they happen to bring him when they when they find him and emerge him from ice is he's in new york city that's crazy
1: what i think is fun is that they chose new york for like maximum impact of like a jarring sight to see well especially it's like well yeah
0: because there's i mean it's Times square modern day there's people ever there's horns there's phones there's Bill, the, there's the naked cowboy. I mean, my God. And the billboards, the, the, like the, the sights, the sounds, the, uh, moving the billboards, you know, where it's like stuff. It's everything's neon. It's, it's a lot. couldn't mm. be more different than it was in 1940s, New York. And it, you know, in the midst of times square, of course, Nick Fury appears as he always does. Mm-hmm. And he tells He's like, like,
1: you've been asleep for 70 years. Welcome to shield.
0: Yeah. And then boom, roll credits, and of course, you always have the the post credit scene, which is Nick Fury, you know, inviting him to to be part of a mission. Uh, which a, it. it's apparently a bit because he's kind of I, I, he is kind of like, uh, you know, this is gonna have worldwide worldwide ramifications. He basically plays with the fact that this guy is like has a heart, and he's like, we need you. yeah. And it doesn't take much. So it's, uh, that's, that's the movie. I gotta say, before we wrap this up, we've now seen two Iron Mans. We've seen a Hulk. Mm-hmm. We've seen Captain America. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? At this you point? You know, it's
1: interesting. I was reading about why they, um, the next movie we're doing is the Avengers, but I was reading about why they um they didn't continue with Edward Norton because Edward Norton didn't want to be part of an ensemble cast.
0: That's why I thought it was like,
1: yeah. Oh, he didn't he's like, yeah. "Oh, I'm not the star?" He's like, "No, no, no. I do movies where it's the Hulk. I don't do where Hulk is a character in a cast."
0: And they're like, "Okay, well, actually you're never going to do them again." So, yeah. Yeah, what did you so, think this was leading up to? I say that I, like I had read all the comic books before these movies. It's like so oh, obviously it's becoming the Avengers.
1: <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> but like I don't I don't I'm liking I've also already seen Avengers at this point. I'm liking the establishing of each person leading like up to we it. learned about Iron Man. We learned about uh Thor. We learned about Hulk. We learned about Captain America. And it's like um it's like, what's next? Who else is there? Who are the big players? Yeah. You know, who is who is the most powerful of the Avengers? At who are this point? What are you thinking? Like if you had to I mean the Hulk. The, I think the Hulk is the most powerful. He you can't destroy him with fucking. I mean, I
0: I think you might be right, honestly, because it's like he's at, you know, you look at everything we've seen up to this point, and it's like, yeah, he's yeah, I would say Iron Man, but also it's, you know I, it's what? a tie
1: for me between Iron Man and Hulk. Yeah, I got to
0: say, actually, because my answer Hulk comes from information we receive not until the next movie. So yeah. if I were to go from based on just the end of Captain America, Iron Man is I think is Iron the Man strongest. because yeah, he's got the technology. He's got the money and he's got the fucking machine uh, mm-hmm. and Captain America is like. Seems vulnerable. He could be frozen. Although he was frozen for 70 years and didn't die. And he also didn't strawberry, which is what they worry oh. about with the idea of cryogenic. For uh, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, they talk about people being cryogenically frozen and will be woken up years later. But we yeah. don't have the technology for it. And the reason is, is they call it like uh, the strawberry effect, where if you freeze a strawberry, you have you ever done this? You freeze a strawberry, you let it fall yeah. out and it's completely mushed. Yeah, like it doesn't you know, some some fruits like bananas, you thaw them out. They'll still be in the same shape. But so he doesn't strawberry. So that makes me go like, well, does he just is he indestructible? I don't know.
1: That's fascinating, by the way, that that's why cryogenics. don't. what's
0: what's also crazy is what have they done? What is the research that's gone on that they know that like who did they fuck up? Where is Walt Mm -hmm. Disney's mushed head? Uh, Anyway. You guys, that's the end of our episode. We're coming back later this week with the first half of our fucking Avengers episode. Cause you know, you know
1: it's gonna take two episodes. You- oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, I loved meeting Howard Stark.
0: That was cool. Getting to meet who we yeah. saw the glimpse of him in the video, and then getting to mm-hmm. getting to see where Tony Stark came from. And just for the record, I would have I would have let Howard Stark fuck me to death with a Tesseract. He's so oh, hot. A
1: thousand percent thousand percent. But then
0: it's like, was this, I guess this was, this was obviously pre-Tony. At what point, what age did Howard Stark finally like lock it down? I feel like he had Tony when he was a little older. He's like, I've, I've had yeah. my fun. Who's Tony's mom? What are the things that really matter? <laughs> Not that, but all right. That's it. You guys leave us a rating and review. If you're listening to this in your little earbuds on your headphones, just know you can watch us live on YouTube every week when we record these and you can be in the front row with us responding to your comments, your questions, both during and between breaks by joining us at patreon.com slash two filthy nerds. We love you guys. We'll see you next
1: time. Bye. This has been a two filthy nerds production.